Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Uh, they understand it's not just a mortgage. It's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS. is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. couple of things. A, uh, the podcast of the show is very popular. Uh, people love it. It's two hours and 15 minutes of uh, just pure Pharrell on a bench, no commercials, and it's just fast and furious. You'll like it. Comes out every uh, night after the show, immediately after the show, like within a half an hour. And then the next morning as well, the following day, on Twitter, at Scott Pharrell, at On the Bench CBS, and on Facebook.com slash Pharrell on the Bench. Make sure you catch the podcast of Pharrell and Events. You can also catch the ILC podcast. That's Carver High's hockey show. He's always got new episodes out and about and appearances. Uh, check out ILCpodcast.com for all of that skinny. And uh, what else? Uh, oh, the uh, preemptions. Very flustered. People get very upset about it when I'm not on. They're like, you're not on tonight, Pharrell. What do I do? I don't know what to do. You're never on. There's always a game on instead of you. You know, whether it's NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, NFL, Monday night, Thursday night, I'm always getting preempted in markets. So what do you do? It's simple. It's very simple. Do this. I'm on all four hours on several apps. Radio.com app. Boom. All four hours. It's awesome. Favorite CBS Sports Radio, and you'll get it every time you pull it up. Then uh, the CBS Sports app, I'm on air every night, four hours, boom. The Sirius XM app, channel 206, boom, all four hours, period. And then uh, Ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio, and that works. All four hours everywhere, every night on those four uh, you know, avenues. You can't lose. So stop with all the BS and your station preempts me every other night. Why not just uh, download those apps and never miss the show ever? It's just fantastic. Also, uh, we're going to be in Vegas next week. Next Thursday and Friday night live, the 21st and 22nd from the MGM for the heavyweight championship of the world between the Bronze Bomber, Deontay Wilder, and King Kong Ortiz. It's their second fight. Wilder knocked him out in the first. We'll see uh, Wilder Ortiz, too, at the Grand Garden Arena, Saturday night, the 23rd, on Fox Pay-Per-View. Call your cable operator and order the fight. We're headed to Vegas after the show on Wednesday night. One last thing, I'll be off uh, on Monday and Tuesday because my father-in-law uh, died today, uh, 34C's dad, and um, 86 years old. He passed away today, and uh, I got to do wakes and funerals and eulogies and all that stuff, so I'm going to be uh, going to all those events uh, over the uh, the course of Monday and Tuesday. So I will be here Wednesday live 
for the show Wednesday night, the 20th, live. And then Thursday and Friday, we'll do it live from Vegas. So I will be going to Vegas. Of course, you notice, Carver High, death and carnage will not stop me ever from going to Vegas. Never. One of the keys, as you know, Mafia, what was the one thing... What was the one thing I said to you this week in the car about Vegas? But are you going no matter what? <laughs> yeah. No getting out of that. I said, he better die before, before I go to Vegas because I'm going to Vegas. I go, I'm not coming home for a funeral. I'm not going to come home for anything. A wake, a funeral. Once I go to Vegas, I'm not coming home. So you you need to kick it before then if you want to you know get me to be involved in the whole uh, process so thank god uh that he uh, is not suffering anymore and that he was taken from us today and he's on his way up to the big uh you know bar in the sky a sports bar i don't know if you knew that or not it's actually a sports bar heaven where you can uh not only watch games but drink heavily and bet on games and smoke reefer without any problems from local popo. So, um, yeah, I'll be here Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday we'll be live in Vegas. I think that uh, sums it all up, doesn't it? I think that covers everything. Uh, Carver High, you got any uh, anything to add to that? I said uh, you got a new episode of I'll See. You got any appearances this weekend? Not this weekend, no. Uh, everything's pretty much uh, till the start of the new year as far as appearances go. All right. So there you go. Uh, and by the way, uh, San Diego State up 16-7 on Fresno. Marshall already a winner over Louisiana Tech tonight in an upset. So feel free to call the show now for the remaining two hours of the show uh, here in the midnight hour east and uh, then 1 a.m. east. Uh, we'll do uh, college and pro football if you want to talk about any game or if you want to talk about uh, this guy, uh, Miles Garrett, who's been banned for the rest of the year and – postseason, everything. He's just not playing football this year. He's going to appeal that, and he's going to lose. Right? I mean, you don't think he's going to win that appeal, do you? No way. I don't think so. Can you imagine if they let him win the appeal? And he doesn't uh, end up missing time because, uh, you know, there's – I don't see how you can attack some guy with a helmet and and win an appeal. Well, well, you got to remember also what the suspension says. It says – so, you know, the rest of this year plus, as in it could be more than that. So even if he got an appeal, they could appeal it down to, all right, well, it's just the rest of the regular season then. So they left that area there where, you know, because it kind of says indefinitely even beyond the seven games. Right. Uh, they're not they're not overturning any appeal. There's not going to be any of that. Did you this th- guy whacked a guy over the head Ooh. with a helmet. Ooh. Okay? He's not Did you think any at appeal. any point that, um, like, when you, you saw today, the reaction to it, did you think any of that was overdone? Like, that it was just blown out of proportion? Or did you think it deserved the type of uh, crucifixion that they gave him today? Like, they crucified the guy. Like, you would have thought he murdered somebody. I, I actually was more surprised that some of the people who – wanted to put more blame on um, other people on involved. Rudolph. Yeah, there was a lot of people coming out today trying to say that, you know, Rudolph is the, you know, he started it all and he did this. And yeah, he started and, it from and, what, underneath him getting his ass beat? Now, you go through this, you know, you look at the, the slow motion from the bottom of that pile. He clearly has his hands on Garrett's helmet down there at the bottom of that pile. Right. And, uh, in, you know, in a motion where he's, 
either trying to get his hands away or trying, you know, doing whatever's down there. And there's an even slower motion where, um, you know, he, he kind of gets a foot in the downstairs area of Garrett also. Oh, home plate? Uh, before Garrett rips the helmet off of his head. Was he stealing signs? Whatever happened, it still doesn't justify him ripping the guy's helmet off and smashing him Sculling over the head him. with it. He sculled him. I mean, honestly, you cannot I, defend that. Wasn't his reaction great when he got sculled and he looked at the ref like, did you just see that? Right, right. And then the other guy pushes him on the ground. Oh, he just had a bad night getting shoved around by everybody. I mean, plus, whatever the guy did, you know what, it, that's like, it's like a domestic violence incident. We'd be like, oh, she cursed at me, she did this. Like, she's five foot ten, and, you know, you're five foot five, and you're... 6'3 and 270 pounds. It doesn't matter what she did to you. What you did is not okay. Right. Garrett's huge. Mason Rudolph, I don't care if the guy poked him in the eyes, you know, Three Stooges style, ripping his helmet off and bashing him in the head with it. No excuse. Did you think, Mafia, that it was blown out of proportion today? No. Or did you think it deserved the... It deserved uh, it. The guy basically, you know, was one step away from killing the dude. If he hit him wrong with that helmet, the guy was already been out with a concussion. You know, you worry about head injuries in the NFL. Who... Is using that piece what do you of think would have happened him? if he would have killed him? That would have been a real story. Seriously, can you imagine if something happened like that and, and the guy actually did it and the guy died? Can you imagine what would happen? He'd never play again as long as he lived. He'd never play again. He'd be in jail. He'd for be in jail. Still to life, you know? Can you imagine? I don't want to imagine. You know, do you believe all of What his... we saw was horrible enough. I don't want to imagine it could have been worse. But do you believe all of his apologies? All these people saying he's a great guy. Normally, it's the one you run. Normally, he's a really good guy. Don't judge him from this meeting alone. How about my ass? All season long, he's had problems. This started in the preseason. He's been getting in fights. He he has been dirty. He's been a dirty player in other games this year. This yeah, is not, he's gotten flagged a lot. But this is not the first time. Him. He knocked out the guy. Who was the quarterback he knocked out? Broke his... Uh, he, he he injured some quarterback. Uh, that would be with the Jets, um, Simeon. Simeon, he ruined Which was a late uh, It was his ankle, hit. but it was a he, late hit. He hit the guy week one against Tennessee. Right. Um, so he's had some late. Late uh, hits and cheap late shots. Late hits and cheap shots this year. There's no question. So. How about, did you see Perfect? Isn't he the guy? Yeah. Uh, did you hear what he said today? Well, yeah, that's a way to get back into the league. Like he's, calling your boss uh, some very nasty names in public. He called Roger Goodell a B. He did. He said, I sat with him in a meeting in New York, and he's nothing but a B. Which may be true, but you ain't my he's the one who's still deciding your fate. You ain't my bitch. I used to start my show with that song when I lived in L.A. Back in the day. All right. Uh, Charlie in Michigan, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello. Hello. I've got news for you. Yes, sir. Number one, as for guy Miles Garrett, he can be darn glad that I'm not the commissioner of the league, which I never will be, of course. Right. Because if I were, he would be expelled now. Permanently. Permanently. Permanent. Yes, absolutely. He'd be out of football unless the FXL was stupid enough to pick him up. Which One I, of the things I, I'm calling about is yeah. some uh, uh, spreads that I've seen, and I'd like to know what your thoughts are on them uh, uh, compared to mine, because uh, I know your expertise. Uh, on, uh, uh, I, what, what are they? Um, number one, I strongly question the 34 points uh, given to uh, – Spotted to Wake Forest by Clemson. Yeah, I don't like that game either. I I uh, I actually think uh, 
Wake Forest will be in the game. I think, I think they'll. So I, I, think I think they'll cover. Minus twenty-one would be the worst I'd have given them. Yeah, I don't. You can't give that. To, in my opinion, I know Clemson's better than Wake Forest hands down, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to blow them out. I think Wake Forest had a great season. They're a good team. They score a lot. Oh, they move the ball. So I, I took uh, Wake Forest. Another one I question is uh, Iowa State over. Was it? I was you got to you got to get these games down before you call me up and start guessing, dude. I know, but anyway, there was one. Was another one? Okay. I don't know. You don't know the games, so if you don't know the games, don't call. You know what I mean? You're like trying to guess. Do you know how many games there are? There's a hundred games. And you're like, you know, there's this one game. Uh, who is it? Uh, oh, I think it's Oklahoma. No, maybe it's uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, what about? Uh, is it Tulsa? I'm like, what? What am I supposed to do with that, dude? Iowa State's playing somebody, and they're favored <laughs> by something. No, there's a game tomorrow. <laughs> there's a game. And, uh, we're gonna watch it. And uh, I can't remember. Are they playing? Uh, uh... I mean, it is a full slate tomorrow. I mean, there's a full slate. You picked this. Listen, sport. here's the deal. It's a full slate. If you want to ask me about games, be my guest. I'm all for it. Just know which games you're talking about. In the spread. Because I'm not going to go looking for them. I'm not fishing tonight. It's hard enough. Do you know how hard it is to find the game you're talking about when there's 100 games on the board? John in Buffalo. Hey, Scotty. How about those bikini girls on your Twitter mentions today? Should I go to... Oh, those were fantastic. That's I gave a really that a very effort, uh, yeah, very strong effort. I gave it very strong effort status. By the way, bro, your site's kick-ass, man. I dig it a lot. Thank you, bro. So I have a solution about everyone's uh, favorite sport, NASCAR. Look, I like NASCAR. You know, not as much as NASCAR George, but even I can admit, you know, right. there are problems, man. Right. So Carver High explains well about the driver popularity issue. I think he, he explains that pretty well. But what I believe is a big part of the problem is the length of the races. So these races are 500 miles and four hours long. So forget the young crowd. They're out of it. It's tough to get any non-hardcore to watch every minute of that. I believe... Like a, a redone Daytona 400, Daytona 300 would be a lot easier on the eyes for everybody. Yeah, listen, uh, I have no problem with that. You know those, um, you remember the, the what are the, because uh, I've, I've been to a million of these races. What is the one in Charlotte where they do the 125s, those, those two races, those fast ones? They're like, oh, yeah, man. Shoot, all-star shootouts or whatever. The, are. Those are great races. Real short, fast, right to the point. Let's see who's, you know, rock and roll. Let's lock and load and, and, and drive 200 miles an hour for, for, you know, 20 minutes and see who wins. I think those are fantastic. Uh, the best, you know, as I've said many times, the best thing about NASCAR is the, is the party in the infield. There's nothing like it in sports. It's better than any tailgate. It's better than anything. It's, it's literally, it, it is you know the Indy 500 and the uh, and the NASCAR races, Daytona, Talladega. I've been to all those. I've been to every NASCAR race known to man, and there is nothing like those parties. I mean, they are just fantastic. Now, the you know, I'll give you this: the the people that are there, some of them are really backward assed and just completely freak. They freak me out. Like I, I've been to some of those races, and I'm I'm talking toothless wonders and. Dudes with, you know, giant wool sweaters for, on their chest and back, just hairy, disgusting. They look like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Grizzly Adams over here. Like, I, it's like uh, Sasquatch. I can't even deal with it. Like, the, the some of the people at those events are just disgusting. But 
I will say this. It's more fun than anything I've ever done. I've been to all those parties, and I got hammered. I had a blast. I partied with people I didn't even know, and there's just all kinds of things going on that are illegal. It's just awesome. So I don't even care about the racing. I really don't. It's just To me, it's the dumbest thing ever. I, I can't even deal with it, the driving around in circles. It drives me nuts. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So the kid, Rania, uh, just threw a horrible pick for uh, Fresno State inside the 10. Threw a ball away, and it got picked. It, it just was a terrible throw. He was in trouble, and he heaved it down the sideline and got it picked off at about the 5. And they were moving in to score to make it a three-point game. So that's a that's a game-changer right there. Celtics up 76-73 on the uh, 76-74 now on uh, the Warriors, who seldom come out to play. Lakers 82-74, nine and a half to go at Staples in Lipstick City. It's good having you on the show tonight. Um, We're doing the show in honor of Billy O, who died today at 86. Led a long, uh, healthy, prosperous, fun, uh, crazy life. And... um, last few years weren't good that alzheimer's gets you that dementia that that uh is just a killer man that stuff will sap the life out of you i saw him go down the hill really fast and i hated seeing that because he was a really cool dude i mean you know what's great i gotta be honest about it i used to just get so hammered with that dude <laughs> i need to tell you mafia do you remember when i used to drink with him that guy and i oh, we all used to drink with him I mean, he could really drink, <laughs> that guy. I feel like that starts about half of our good stories about anybody. Like, oh, man, the drinks I had with that guy. The parties we had with him. I mean, honestly. Trouble I did with him. I mean, honestly, the that guy could throw him down, like, all day. <laughs> he would go. He would go so hard. Like, if there was, like, you know, like the NFL on Sunday from 1 o'clock until, until midnight, I mean, he would he would literally gas for, like, the whole – Literally 12 hours. I mean, just just pounding, just pounding drink. I used to get, it was so great because I was like, I'm dating, I'm dating his daughter. I'm just, I'm, you know, this guy drinks like one of my buddies. It's just crazy. I go, I, you know, is there anything better than like some father-in-law that drinks with you like toe-to-toe? <laughs> can go the distance. It can just go, I mean, just. He was awesome. Like, this guy could throw down. He'd be like, you want another one? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, and he'd make me a double. And I would drink the rum. He'd be drinking the vodka, and it was on. I mean, we would just go at it and then just argue about sports because he rooted for all those losers like the Mets. He was always – he would never shut up about the Mets and Giants. Oh, God. I was always like, Bill, the Steelers have six Super Bowls. The Giants are the greatest organization known to man. Four and one in Super Bowls. Right? Isn't that what they are? Four and one? I'm like, oh, thanks. What are the Steelers, six and two? I believe so. Yeah. I'm like, shut up, Bill. He's like, do you want another one? I'm like, yeah, I'll have another one. I'll be right back. I'm going to go out in the garage and smoke a bowl. Wait, are we on the air? Check. Check one, two. It was great because... It, it, there were times when I was living in his house, right, with with uh, his daughter, and I'd uh, he'd be he'd be downstairs because he always like stayed up late. And remember, Mafia, he'd stay up late and he'd watch TV. He could never sleep or something. He'd be down in his chair at like three in the morning drinking, 
and like watching TV late night, and I'd be upstairs like hitting the hookah out the window in his house. I'd have the window open in the middle of winter. It's 20 below, and I'm blowing, <laughs> I'm blowing giant doobie tokes out the window in his house. You can look at anyone driving through the neighborhood, look up in the, <laughs> what's going on up there? You see this <laughs> big shard of smoke coming out of the window. That was me, actually. But the guy was cool. He was really cool, man. And uh, I partied with him a lot. He loved the show, and he loved sports, and he loved to have a beverage. I mean, this guy would drink like a champion. I mean, he was a champion. Now, I'm sure his kids and daughters and all that don't want to hear that, and I don't care. How's that sound? You lose. Oh, by the way, I'm doing the eulogy, too, so be prepared. You might want to get ready for that on Tuesday when I bring out all those stories. Do you think they'll like it if I tell the story the night we did that eight ball together? No? I'm just kidding. I never did an eight ball with him. I did the eight ball by myself. With his money. He was drunk, so I slipped a jimmy, took a couple bills out of him. I'm just kidding. It never happened. But I did his daughter multiple times. Wait, I, I married her. Never mind. I'm just kidding. <coughs> Corn dog. <coughs> anyway. I get along with the, uh, the wife, too, Kathy O. I take her gambling. I've taken her to uh, Vegas. I've taken her to Palm Springs. I've taken her to Atlantic City. She parties hard, too. Do you remember when she tried to sleep with my friend? She was like 80, and she hit on my buddy. He was like 34. She's, she was hammered on Jameson, and she's like, I'll sleep with you. I was like, what's up? Remember when she told our boss all the shows suck except ours? Yeah. She told the top guy at Sirius she was hammered. She told him, your shows all suck except for Els. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, she's awesome. Russ in South Carolina. Yo, Russ. Yeah. Hey, You're on. Pharrell. Hey, dude. Listen, man. First off, hold on. I, I spilled. I, I turned my bo my bong over. Hold up for a minute. Can I get a double, please, first? Can we get him a double, a little double finger, J-Mo? Shake it. There you go. Uh, All right. For real. I got I to gotta rep my area. I'm from the PD. You know me. A freaking caller. I owe you Mafia Carver High at the condo on the beach. Here's the thing. Look, man, much respect. You have the best show on radio. Thanks, man. Sports, period. Thanks, brother. Hands down. Now, remember... When my father died in February, I called you on the air. I had to go to Indianapolis. I was at the J.W. Merritt downtown. They right. know you down there, too. I don't know where you were doing. Right. But listen, my dad was a Marine. They gave him full respect. And that morning before the funeral, about 2 or 3 in the morning, ESPN had this special. And here's Pharrell talking about the Dallas Cowboy uh, Steeler thing. I'm the biggest, I'm the unofficial official president, the sickest Steeler fan in the world. Right. I have one question to you at the end of what I want to finish saying. Right. My brother's a cowboy. He's 55. I'm 57. Seeing you on that TV that night, my father always said, he sounds like Wolfman Jack. Right. My father was a Mets fan. He loved the Colts because he's from Indiana. But here's my thing, man. My condolences is out to your family. Thanks. Thing. But when we saw that, that really touched me. And to hear you dealing with that, man, you're awesome. Now, here's my one thing I want to say. A shout-out to all the vets. I come from the PD, Harry Carson, Lewis Cooper, Lawrence Timmons, Raymond Felton. That's the PD. That's where I come from, Mary. I rep it. But let me say this to you, man. You have the number one show in sports radio. 
my condolences out to your family. Thanks, Sean. Russ. I love you, brother. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate that very much so. I do. Uh, we were circling the wagons a little bit right there, Carver. We had to, once we got through it, like the third time, we got to. Yeah, you got to reel it in. <laughs> we got to reel it in. Charlotte, Maryland, Philly, Cleveland, Sacramento, don't give up. I swear to God, I won't blow through so many bad stories. When I come back, I'll go right to your calls. That one took a little while talking about all my alcoholism. It's always fun to talk about my alcoholism with people. It's to let it out. Just get let it all out for how you feel better. I haven't drank since 2011. It's just awful. I'm so good at drinking. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, uh, get on PharrellOnTheBench.com because it kicks ass and takes names and makes people fat stacks. College football. I haven't had one week, not one, the entire season. Outside of the 60% bracket. I mean, simple as that. I'm over 65% winners. Bets documented in college football this year. And uh, in pros, I hit five out of ten weeks in the 70s. 79, 77, 71 twice, and a 70% week. Last week sucked, but I've had so many great weeks that you just got to sign up for FarrellOnTheBench.com. You get everything. Boxing, MMA, NHL, NBA, college rack, football. It's just a beautiful thing. Chicks dig me. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to. She'll spend it all. They're evil, these women. They are evil, but good looking. That's all that matters. Smoke shows. Did you see the guy that called in earlier talking about the surfers? Did you see that on my Twitter today? The, the, there were some just bikini asses. Just, it was just fantastic. Some guy plastered my Twitter feed with a bunch of hotties. I love that. Congratulations. I love you. I support you. I like all girls that surf. Greg and Charlotte, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty. We love it here in the Carolinas, buddy. My man. Robert Cohen. Get him a cold beverage, Mafia. This is unbelievable. The, uh, hey, real quick, I'll get off the air. And, pub's open. You know, it just, they beat this thing to death today, but let's go over it real quick. I'm going to give a quick snapshot. Ray Rice, domestic abuse. Colin Kaepernick, you know, whatever he did, you know, kneeling. And now we got Miles Garrett. I think it's time, Roger Goodell, get on all the talk shows. Just hit them all. Come out as a leader and just tell them what the public can tell everybody in the NFL and everybody watching the games what he thinks about this. He, we need to hear from him. Plus, I, did you see the uh, interview with the, the coach from the Browns after the game? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I saw bits and pieces of him saying that, uh, that they were embarrassed and it was bad and all that, but what well, else? I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying bounty gate or anything like that, but if you look at the game from top to bottom, you know, you had the two, uh, hits to the head, the two helmet to helmet, right. and you got miles Garrett. Right. I'm not saying bounty gate. I'm not saying he said to the team, Hey, let's, you know, lay it on them and, you know, go out and hurt people. But there's something Something un- brewing under the ground there. When they when they pinpointed him and pinned him to the wall, he just like, well, I don't coach players to hurt other players, you know. And it was just a real. I, I think it's time for him to go. Kitchens go, just just you know, boot him out, and then and then I want to hear from Roger Goodell. I want to hear your take on it. Yeah, well, I, I can understand uh, you wanting to hear from Roger Goodell, but I, as I've said on the show in the last few weeks, he's been Mister Invisible this year. And uh, he's just out of the limelight. It's unbelievable, but he's done nothing. You don't see him anywhere. So there's been some writing about him uh, that he's going to finish out his contract, and that'll be it. 
that'll be done uh, in the NFL. Or get the CBA done, and then he'll be done. Right, that he would get the CBA deal done and then be out. But I, I'll believe that when I see it. I mean, uh, nothing like walking away from $50 million a year to uh, sit in Park Avenue in your big plush office with total control of the world, including nuclear weapons. He, like, is he not more powerful than the President of the United States, Roger Goodell? And then um, the other thing is, uh, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not following you on Freddie Kitchens, uh, that he should be fired for any reason whatsoever right now, other than he should be fired if they uh, are losing and they don't win and they have a terrible season. And right now they're, what, four and six? If he turns it around and wins out, believe me you, he's not getting fired because they won two straight. So they're not firing a guy that's uh, all of a sudden turning it around and winning. And you're not going to blame him for that fight last night. And if you have any uh, substance in that accusation that he's behind it, that uh, that he, you know, coached his players to go out and, and concuss players and hurt players, uh, you know, prove it. Uh, there's no one, no one else is saying that today, that he was trying to hurt people uh, and, and trying to injure people. But th- it definitely was a dirty game. And uh, you got to remember that the Steelers and Browns hate each other's guts. So this is just another rivalry. This is no different than the uh, – Bill's playing the Patriots or anybody else. No, look, I think the main criticism of Kitchens after the game last night and a little bit today was that, like everything else, it's he kind of just – his team is very undisciplined. You know, he, he it's an undisciplined football team. That's what it is. And, um, you know, that is a prime example when something like that happens, although you don't – nobody could know that a situation like that is going to happen on the football right. field. And he sat there after the game and, and said – he. This is awful for the game. You know, we we should be talking about the fact, I think he said we should be talking about this is the first time since 1999 that the Browns beat the Ravens and the Steelers in the same season. I heard him mention that. He's like, but now we're not going to talk about that. This is what we're going to talk about, so. Well, he got exactly what uh, they deserved. Right. Uh, you, you have a guy do what he did. You're gonna. That's what they're gonna talk about, uh, Freddie. Thanks. Thanks for all your wisdom, Freddie. But here's what happens. You have a guy attack another guy with a helmet on an NFL football field in prime time on national television. You are doomed. That's what's gonna happen. And that guy's toast. I don't believe for one minute that he's getting reinstated because some judge or some arbiter is gonna get in the middle of it or anything else. He's gonna lose on appeal too. He deserves nothing. Uh, and is, uh, you know, I've always felt that guys, uh, obviously, now, I, I you know, I don't want to be the guy saying, oh, I'm one to talk or anything like that. But when you uh, do something heinous and then you come out with that pathetic apology immediately afterwards, it just no one buys it. No one, no one's buying it. He's sorry to everyone and he's sorry to Rudolph and he's sorry to his mother and everybody else. And, the fans and everything. That's just such BS. He's sorry for, you know what he's sorry for? He just lost his paycheck. That's what he's sorry for. He just lost his, he's not getting paid. He's getting, he's suspended without pay. He's not going to make any money. So he just lost his entire paycheck for the rest of the season. So he's done. I mean, that's what he's, that's what he's sorry for. I don't believe for one minute he's sorry with Mason Rudolph. He tried to kill him. So he tried to hurt him with a helmet. Like, so he's sorry. Sorry, my ass. When you get in a fist fight with someone, are you sorry after the fact? No, unless you go to jail and lose everything, right? Then you're sorry all of a sudden. No one's ever sorry when they get in a fight. I know I'm not. I'm not sorry for anything when I get in a fight. And your boy saying he needs to hear from Goodell. Why? You heard from Goodell today with that suspension. That, that says all you need to say from Goodell. What's he going to get on an interview and say, 
you know what, this is terrible. I can't believe this happened. It is no place in our game. We'll come down harshly on it. It's going to be the same BS statement you get all the time from him. Like, it's going to be the same rhetoric. What do you need him to come out and talk to the, you know, the press for? Yeah, he's not going to do that. He, he's not even going to do it anyway. Uh, how about the Warriors beating the Celtics now by five with under two and a half to go? And they're, you know, having the game of their uh, season so far tonight, taking on one of the best teams in the NBA and beating them. But it's not over yet. Uh, Kemba just hit a three. It's a two-point game, so we'll see what happens. What happened, uh, Garber High? Was there a a U.S. game tonight or something? Was there a a U.S. soccer against Canada or something? I believe there was a friendly, yeah. Did they Uh, win? Who knows? Very exciting. Uh, Here you go. Robert in Maryland. They won 4-1 in the U.S. They had lost to Canada before, but they won this one. Uh, Robert, go ahead. Take a shot on his behalf and let's do one. There you go. Get him a shot for Billy O. All right. Uh, as egregious as that incident was last night, it made me think of uh, incidents that were much worse on the playing fields. And the three I came up with was Juan Marichal beating Johnny Roseboro with a baseball bat, uh, Todd Bertuzzi sucker-punching Steve Moore and driving his head into the ice, and Kermit Washington KO and Rudy Tom. Jonovich. Can you think of any other? Yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, those are those are perfect. I mean, that, that's a perfect uh, three right there. Yeah, those are all worse. I, I thought they were all worse. Those three, but you know, I, this is this looked really bad. It's you know, uh, like I said, prime time national television, NFL, the only game on, the only game, the flavor of the night, and then you're on national television. And that's what you do. It's it's just a bad look. So. But it is what it is. I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm a little surprised that, uh, you know, it was a bad scene. It was ugly and everything else. But, I mean, that, to crucify the guy like they have today, like, uh, you know, I think he's an idiot. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't think he deserves to be nailed to the cross, to be honest with you. I mean, they, they literally, people want to put him in federal prison. They want to, like, you know, ruin his life and everything else, like. I mean, I'm sure he's got tons of money. He made a lot of money so far in his career, uh, so he'll be okay. But he just – it was really stupid because he's lost a, a big chunk of money for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? He, he had a big contract, and he's not making any of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could find a couple that are worse. McSorley you know, and Brashear? McSorley Brashear is definitely one that that sticks out to my mind too. Chris Simon, I was at a game actually at the Coliseum where Chris Simon – Took out uh, Ryan Holwig of the Rangers. He hit him clean in the head with a stick, too. So there's been a couple in hockey that have been pretty ugly also. Yeah, of course. There's been all kinds of fights. But in hockey, the hooliganism uh, was accepted for a long time, right? I mean, let's face facts. So 855-212-4227. So we got another hour to go. I do want to talk about uh, the games like Cowboys, Lions, Jags, Colts, Bills, Dolphins. You got Broncos, Vikings at U.S. Bank and Mini, Saints, Buccaneers, the Jets, Redskins at uh, FedEx, Falcons are in Carolina, Texans, Ravens in the Charm City. That's the game of the day. Cardinals, Niners in uh, Levi's, Santa Clara, Bengals, Raiders in Oakland at the dump. Pats, Eagles, the second-best game of the day, if you ask me, in Philly at 425 East on CBS. Bears, Rams, the Sunday nighter, and then the Monday nighter, Chiefs Chargers in Mexico City at uh, Azteca Stadium, Estadio Azteca. They've had all kinds of problems there before. Hopefully they'll get this one in. 
Didn't they have one there last year and they canceled it they canceled or something? It. They say the field's in great shape this year. They're ready to go. All right, got another hour to go. Call us up. Talk about any college or pro football game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.